0: Peace of our Lord be with you. And also with you. So they fled from the tomb and said nothing to anyone for they were afraid. And with those words from this morning's gospel lesson Easter got off to a surprisingly slow start, the same resurrection which is now for us comfort and courage, at first for them confusion and fear, which is completely understandable. After all, while we may have come to church today expecting to find the stone rolled away, on that original resurrection morning, the empty tomb was a frightening surprise. The four gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, vary in their accounts of that long-ago resurrection morning. In Mark and Luke, the stone is rolled away after the women arrive. In Matthew, it happens before they get there. In Mark, the women are greeted by one man in a white robe, while Luke says it was two men dressed in dazzling clothes, seersucker, one imagines. (laughs) But however the gospel accounts may vary in their memory of that original resurrection morning, they all agree that no one got up that day expecting a surprise. THE ORIGINAL EASTER CROWD MADE THEIR WAY TO THE TOMB, NOT TO CELEBRATE A RESURRECTION, BUT TO TEND TO THE DECEASED BODY OF THEIR DEAD FRIEND, JESUS. SO OF COURSE, TO ARRIVE AT THE GRAVE AND FIND IT EMPTY WAS UNSETTLING IN WAYS THAT FILLED THE ORIGINAL EASTER SUNRISERS WITH FEAR, SO MUCH SO, That today's gospel lesson says, they fled from the tomb and said nothing to anyone. But once those early Easter witnesses did recover their voices and whisper to one another the glad good news that Christ had been raised, The same resurrection which at first caused nothing but confusion and fear soon became instead a source of comfort and courage which is what the resurrection of Jesus from the grave so often is for so many of us. Comfort and courage for the hardest and worst of life. Earlier this week, I sat down with a copy of the Northminster membership directory and prayed my way through the church roll to pause in prayer over each of those 400 and something households and ponder in prayer the kinds of complexities, uncertainties, and difficulties we all face in one way or another is to be reminded of that remarkable old observation of the poet Wendell Berry's. We live the given life, not the planned. Truer words have rarely been spoken. We face and bear and adjust to what life gives us, which is often far different from anything we ever hoped or dreamed, planned or imagined. We do indeed live the given life, not the planned. And for many of us, that is where the resurrection comes in. The resurrection of Jesus from the grave is for many of us Comfort and courage for the hardest and worst that life holds for us and gives to us. Because the resurrection is to us a sign that the God who is with us and for us is never finished or through or done with anyone. As the great Catholic theologian Richard Newman once said, when Jesus said from the cross with His last breath, it is finished, it was finished, but it wasn't over. As Carlyle Marney once so wisely observed, at sunrise on that next Sunday morning, God took what looked like the end of everything good and turned it into the edge of something new. A sign for all of us that this is God's world. And in God's world, God, not despair or sorrow, pain or even death, but God gets to have the last word. And if the last word said is going to be God's, then the last thing done is going to be good. So good that, as Isaiah said in today's lesson from the Hebrew Bible, ultimately, finally, eternally, God will wipe every tear from every face and welcome home every soul who ever lived. And ultimately, eternally, as Evelyn Underhill once said, the universe, will be safe for souls because this is God's world. And in God's world, God gets to have the last word. And if the last word said is going to be God's, then the last thing done is going to be good. That is the truth of which the resurrection is the ultimate sign. And in that hope and comfort and courage, we live. Always leaving room in the room for God, no matter how hard or dark or disappointing or sad the room might be living on the leftovers of that long ago morning when God raised Jesus from the grave. My sisters and brothers, I don't know what more there is to say about the resurrection than that God, who is with us and for us, is going to have the last word. That hope and comfort and courage bleeds. It bleeds into our lives. And it gives us the hope and the comfort and the courage. To live through things that are so hard that if someone had told us ahead of time that we were going to have to go through them, we would have sworn that we would never make it. But we do go through. And we do go through because the God who is with us and for us It's the God who raised Jesus from the grave. The God who turned what looked like the end of everything good into the edge of something new. Maybe those first Easter preachers had it right. They get criticized so much for going from the tomb and saying nothing to anyone. Perhaps instead, those first Easter preachers should be praised for knowing that all we can do is rest ourselves in the arms of the God who raised Jesus from the grave. The God who has never finished or through or done with anyone, and then be content to fall silent. As we come to the close of this hour of worship, we invite you to make important decisions for our Lord and our Lord's church during this time of response. Our own Northminster corner of Ridgewood and Eastover sunrisers have been hard at work all the morning preparing breakfast for all of us. We hope that all of you who can will stay and enjoy our time together around the tables in the Great Hall.